Hey guys, if you're picking up the story here, then good luck, but I'll try to fill you. Sparky and Spazoid are space explorers who crashed a couple of times on an alien planet and lost their rocket boosters. The rockets were picked up by a horde of evil monsters that look vaguely like rabbits, but only if you had an unreasonable fear of Easter bunnies and they came climbing out of your nightmares. They found one rocket, then Portal, an insane robot, stole it to go meet another version of himself. Now Sparky and Spazoid are going to get back and face off against the King Tonsil Terror. Chapter 18, Stabbing, Screaming, and Running Let's talk about mountains. There are certain things we can all agree on about them. They should be large and impressive, and often they should be made from rock. What they shouldn't do is float. This world, which Sparky and Spazoid had crashed on, was so littered with floating mountains, they had a hard time missing them on the way down. I do mean missing them, not just failing to see them. Not seeing them was understandable considering how cloudy the planet was. When you look at something, you have to consider direction. While these rocks may have been hard to see from above with the haze, from below with the sun behind them, they were easy to spot. In fact, it was hard to ignore their giant, dark, ominous shadow. A portal stared up at them as he walked. This was the portal who had floated down to the planet's surface after saving Sparky. On my way before the crashing, oh, so much crashing, bad, very bad, he muttered. He knew what came next with the machines shutting down. Yes, there were other alien machines littered across this world. And yes, they were all tied to that one button the goat had touched. It was a bit of a design flaw. Portal's problem was that there were so many of these mountains that when they started to fall, they'd be hard to avoid. Only directly above the alien machines was there a clear bit of sky. Despite the number of tonsil terrors in that direction, Portal headed there in hopes of finding the rest of himself. Over his shoulder, in the distance, he saw movement. It was far away near the horizon. One of the mountains had gone from being a shadow to a fast-moving object directed at the ground. It fell from the clouds, hitting with the force of a bomb. Even if he hadn't seen it, he would have felt it rumbling through the soil. Portal started to run. Back in the treasure chamber, another portal was about to be crushed by the Tonsil Terror King. Sippin' dippin' oh no! He screamed. The king had reared up in front of him. Of course it wasn't Portal the king wanted to destroy. It was the rocket that had come flying at him, trying to kill him again. Portal happened to be in the way, and partially responsible. Despite what the king may think, and as advanced as the rocket was, it didn't have a mind of its own. Nor did it have the intention of murdering today. The king stopped mid-rear, seeing Portal. A rear, by the way, is that thing horses do when they jump back on their legs. The king did it differently, using his ears to hold himself up. They quivered under his weight as he looked down, not understanding how his floss could be in his ear and in front of him at the same time. This gave Portal just enough time to think. He'd stolen this rocket from the boy, the goat, and the big cranky robot. It was their only chance of getting off the planet. He didn't want to see it crushed. So he climbed on top, making himself as narrow as possible. When the Tonsil Terror King landed, it was on a needle made from our friend Portal. The King jumped away, feeling himself stabbed. He wasn't used to things hurting him. In fact, in his opinion, it should only ever be him doing the hurting. He leapt towards the water. At that same moment, Spazoid flew up out of the swarm. Spazoid was ready for battle. All his weapons were popped out and set to fire. What he wasn't ready for was a 600-pound tonsil terror flying at him. I found the monster, he yelled as the king smashed into him. 
Spazoid spun out of control, still shooting up into the air. The tonsil terror king latched onto him. The two were flying together, but it didn't last long, only enough time for the king and the goat to scream. Of course, Sparky wasn't screaming. We're going down, he said, covering his head. His voice may have been a little more strained than usual, but it'd be a stretch to call what he was doing screaming. He kept his cool, mostly. Okay, it could have been a scream. Call it a yell, though, so our hero can keep his dignity. The king and Spazoid slammed down into the stand. The king's ears were still wrapped around Spaz. He tipped upside down so the canopy hit first. The abused dome had been through enough. It came apart, shattering across the floor. Sparky wore his seatbelt and helmet, so he was fine, but the goat had a rougher landing. He was ejected, thrown towards the top of the stands. It may have hurt, but it took him farther from the tonsil terrors in the water. Sparky shook his head to clear it. He looked up in time to see the tonsil terror king's gooey ears coming up over the side of the cockpit. Spazoid was on his back, and the monster climbed up him. Sparky unlatched his seatbelt and rolled back out of the way, just as one of the ears grabbed at him. Oh, no you don't! He said, coming up and firing his pistol. The alien ear pulled back from the stinging blasts. Down below in the water, the shrieking got louder. The treasure chamber ceiling had crashed as the tremors worsened. Mountains were falling outside on the surface, shaking the whole planet. Spazoid struggled to get up. The Tonsil Terror King still lay on top of him. Would someone get this ugly Easter Bunny off of me? He yelled while batting away its ears. He punched the king in its side and felt something latch onto his hand. He pulled it back and saw what appeared to be a needle covered in Tonsil Terror guts. Two eyes looked out from the top of it. You, what are you doing in there? Spazoid asked. Portal was shaken, more so than usual. Right after using himself to stab the king, he found he regretted the decision. This was mainly because he didn't know how to get back out. I feel terrible, he stuttered. He looked over at Spazoid's thruster, the one he'd ridden. The booster isn't busted, so, so real ready. The tonsil terrors in the water had come over the side, climbing over each other to get out. Fear of the ceiling falling hadn't motivated them, rather the desire to get the goat. They stormed up, shrieking that horrible cry, closing in from every direction. Sparky fired. At first, it was a bit like whack-a-mole. Each time one of the creatures popped their head over the side, he would blast it. It wasn't long before there were too many. They swarmed over Spaz, surging forward. Get off me! Spaz yelled, pushing at the king as he sat up. Portal, still shaken, stood on Spaz's arm. Give my partner some backup, Spaz said, flinging the robot like a crusty booger towards Sparky. Portal got to his feet next to the boy. He looked at the space explorer, who was blasting away, firing into the swarm. Robot's eyes narrowed as he turned to the tonsil terrors. He pointed his hand at them and held it in the shape of a gun. Then he made a sound like pew pew, which did exactly nothing. Sparky had backed up to the goat, who had backed up to the wall at the top of the stands. They were all backed up and couldn't go any higher. Last stand time, Sparky said. The goat was too busy screaming, yard, to answer. Spazoid managed to get to his feet, hitting and hammering at the king. He made one of his arms into something long and sharp, then chopped down on the king's ears. The creature fell back while his subjects rolled over him as they swarmed forward. Those long royal ears stayed behind, still stuck to Spazoid like glue. As a side note, without his ears, the king would no longer be able to rule. He would lead a lonely life while his ears grew back. No need to worry about his majesty, though, not with rocks about to fall from the sky to crush everything. Spazoid felt his last rocket with his foot. It was right behind him. Clamps came out of his legs and latched onto it as the swarm climbed up over him. 
Just before he fell again, he looked back at Sparky, the goat and portal. Hey you, Wirebot, open one of those doorways, he called. The portal with Sparky nodded his head. He holstered his imaginary gun and was about to open an escape, but he wasn't the only portal present. Stuck to Spaz, inside an ear was another copy. In fact, if you've been keeping score, you may realize that this was the original portal, so not actually a copy. By some miracle, he heard Spazoid's command through the ear goo. In the flash of an eye, he opened a doorway. Spazoid found himself no longer in the machine, but outside looking at it. What? What? He asked as he tried to get his bearings. Inside the machine, Sparky had seen his friend disappear, and his response was much the same. What? What? He shouted as he continued to fire into the swarm. The creatures were nearly at his feet. He felt their ears reaching out, wrapping around his legs. He was about to fall under them when he turned to look at the goat. True, he didn't care for the smell of goat butt, and he'd rather not be knocked off a mountain again, but he still felt bad that he couldn't save the animal. If he went down, the little monsters would be on the helpless creature in no time. Sparky, with his last words, was going to say he was sorry that he couldn't do more, but when he turned, the goat was gone. In his place was another doorway. Well, that's just great, Sparky said. Then he made a sound that was most definitely a scream and did his best to throw himself through that opening. Yar! He didn't quite make it. Tonsil terrors had a hold of him. His body was half outside and half inside. Sparky felt the tonsil terrors trying to pull him back. That's when Spazoid reached down and closed his hands over his partner's shoulders. The big robot pulled him up, swiping a few furry monsters off Sparky and dropping him into his cockpit. Spazoid fired the thunder cannon straight through Portal, blasting the unfortunate Tonsil Terrors back. You can close it now, he suggested. The few Tonsil Terrors they had got through ran off. They had no interest in messing with Spaz, and it wasn't because they feared him. They were too busy chasing the goat. See, the four-legged animal had come through Portal, hit the open ground, and bolted, running away as fast as he could. By the time Sparky was outside, the goat had become a dot on the horizon, and he was still running. What? Chapter 18's all finished? We made it! We've got rockets and we've got Sparky and Spazoid back together. So why is there a chapter 19? What could possibly happen next week? Well, first off, you didn't think I'd leave our friend the goat on a planet that's about to be decimated by floating mountains. You know, the kind that have suddenly decided to stop floating. Oh no, the goat will be very present when book two comes out, so we have to save him before Sparky and Spazoid return to the Ark. You'll get a tiny bit of that in chapter 19 as the boys lift off and head back to their mothership. Not to mention, we've only got one piece of portal with them. We can't leave the other two pieces behind. Is it two pieces? I lose count sometimes. So come back next week when we tie a bow on Portal's World and smash it with a bunch of rocks. I'm going to try and have a new book out next year, or next school year I should say. Hopefully around Christmas time we can do this all again. And before long, you can go to my website, illadvisedstories.com, and be able to find the webcomic there. I'm going to try and break up Portal's World and the Ill-Advised Stories so they're two separate playlists, but we'll see how that goes. I'll probably wind up breaking my website instead. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Thanks for listening.